Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hello. How's it going, Derek? It's going great. You're back? I am. I survived. I lived. You lived. I mean, lived your job back. Lived to see another day. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this evening's show, or this week's show, is all about your Wabakimi trip. Mm-hmm. That's it. You are going to talk about it. And we have a guest with us this week to help you talk about yes. it. Yes. Mike Burns. How are you doing, Mikey? Hey, awesome, awesome. Doing really good. You had a good time? Oh, yeah. Survived the trip. It was awesome. Really, really good. First off, I'd like to uh, thank you for taking Derek off my hands for a week. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> it was worth a case of beer. <laughs> it's in the mail, buddy. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, from one of your sponsors. For, yes. yeah, from one of our beer sponsors. Yeah. Our many, many beer sponsors. Yes. <laughs> so, Wabakimi Provincial Park. You guys have been planning this for a little while now. This is your first Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run in two years. Correct? Yes. So last yeah. year's was supposed to go to Moosey Moose Factory up the uh, uh, Moose River. Well, it ends <laughs> on the Moose River. Where did it start, Mike? It was started in Matisse, Missinabi, Missinabi River. Yeah, yeah Missinabi. Yes, yeah. Missinabi. Yes. But the water was so low last September when we had scheduled it that uh, we just couldn't Let's make pull it. it off. Would have been a nice walk. Mm-hmm. So now there's confusion because uh, that was uh, the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run number four, and it didn't happen. So now we can't get anybody to agree that is this year's number four or is well, this year number happen, five? Then, yeah, but it's it was. We're just going to call it Wabakimi twenty uh, version. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> or just call it uh, Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run by year. So this is uh, Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run 2022. 2022 Wabakimi edition. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So you're just you're just going to get around the old 4th, 5th, 6th, 10th, 20th. <laughs> yeah. By right. by changing the name. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a cop out. <laughs> I still think that this should be number 5, but uh, other people well, well, uh, Scott Scott Rogers and Martin uh, they crossed Algonquin last year, I think, and they called consider that their Reynolds Memorial River Run thing. Oh, so yeah? I think that's where the controversy is, things coming up, what version this is. So <laughs> Yeah, but if all four years didn't go, it didn't happen. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's another discussion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no discussion. I said it. So there. There you go. I make your rules for you. <laughs> <laughs> if Scott and Martin have a problem with that, <laughs> you just send them my way. <laughs> yeah, okay. So the Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run 2022 Wabakimi Edition. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about Wabakimi because I've got facts. Do you? I've got notes. Facts. All the facts. All just the, the facts. facts. It's north of Thunder Bay, Ontario. Oh, you're right there. It's a 17 to 20 hour drive from Toronto, depending on number stops, which direction you go. Yeah, I think it took that around 20. Around 20. 20. It took us 20 from Bowmanville. Yeah. Second largest provincial park in Ontario. It's approximately 8,920 square kilometers or 3,440 square miles. It was created in 1983 and expanded in 1997. It's fully remote wilderness. Over 2,000 kilometers of lake and river routes. So you guys had your... You're pick and choose there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
excellent <clears throat> whitewater paddling opportunities, which is part of what you guys were going for. Yep. It lies almost entirely in the Arctic watershed. Correct. Yeah. Walleye and northern pike are abundant. Mm-hmm. Home to caribou, moose, wolves, eagles, black bears, lynx, and much more. The common garter snake and a variety of frogs are the only reptiles you'll find there. Turtles are not common that far north. And that came up a few times during the trip. It's like, hey. Yeah, it's like we're all the darn turtles. turtles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're not seeing turtles. They migrated south and stayed. Yes. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> well, I think it's just the winters are so long there. Maybe they just, it's, it's it's beyond the limits of their their area uh, to roam, right? Well, they they stay buried, right? Yeah, it's too long. So I, I guess maybe it's too long. Up that far. Yeah. Uh, you can drive in, take a train in, or fly in. And this time you guys flew in from uh, the outfitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of our le- listeners, and a, a guy that lives uh, not too far from here, Dustin Van Heck, he did uh, um, a 17-day solo last year. Did he say where he started? Mud Lake, he took the train in, Mud Lake Station. Okay. So I'm not sure where exactly that is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he did that solo. Because I know Mike posted one of the pictures of that sandbar you guys were all sitting on and saying it was really, mm-hmm. you were going to camp there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was really, really buggy. Mm-hmm. And he had made a post saying, I stayed there last year. It was an awesome site. <laughs> <laughs> don't you hate when that happens? Uh, there's some <laughs> there's some lessons there that I can, can, when we talk about that part of the trip, I'll, I'll tell you some lessons that we learned. <laughs> lessons learned, 2022 edition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were supposed to fly in on August seventh, August seventh, fly out or dri- I guess drive out uh, August eighteenth, the Thursday. You're going to stay in Nays Provincial Park on the ninth, the Friday, the August nineteenth, and then home Saturday, August twentieth. Uh, I followed your route on the spot, and oh, funny thing, Mister Zabumafu, mm-hmm. I got a couple uh, okay messages. From you and your Zaleo device. Yeah, but you never responded, so I dropped it. It wouldn't off. let me respond. Really? Yeah. So it's like, oh, Zabumafu. I know who Zabumafu <laughs> is. <laughs> I don't think I can name my spot Because I, I was I was messaging you and asking for info and... Oh, uh, none of that came through. No? No. Hmm. I just thought said you'd, it was I think okay. blocked me. I figured you'd block me or something. No, no, it came through in a, was it an email. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. No, it didn't come yeah, through. Because you trying to find out the weather. Yeah, he was trying to find out the weather one day when it's time yeah. to turn. Oh no, it, it came through as a as an email. Hmm. Well, yeah, I can I can text or email. Yeah, you should have texted. Yeah, it probably would have worked. Email, I didn't. It just showed doing okay sort of thing, and mm-hmm. I guess he's just testing it out. Yeah. Text next time. I'd messaged so, you a lot. Boom, a foo. And uh, where on the trip? Yeah, I didn't get a single message from you. Hmm. Even uh, I even put you on tracking. Nope, didn't get it. I must have got your number wrong. Somebody else is going, who the heck is this? <laughs> is he trying to sell me windows and doors for Northern Ontario? Is he trying to find me to talk about my car warranty? <laughs> I honestly thought you would block me or something. Don't run from the Lord! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is there any of those memes I've forgotten? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all good plans start at home. All good plans necessarily... Don't follow through. 
There were supposed to be, what, six of you guys going. Correct. Mike, you, Derek, Scott Rogers, Martin Garster, Willow the Dog, who's probably the most intelligent of the group so far. (laughs) And then you had a couple buddies, Sean and Daryl. Yeah. What happened to Sean and Daryl? Because the pictures I saw, there was only two canoes. Correct. So when we first arrived there, we uh, we were waiting for Sean and Daryl to arrive, and Martin started getting messages. So Sean was he was getting messages that his daughter had had COVID. So he started, I guess, analyzing his own his, himself, and and so he was almost there. He was past Thunder Bay, halfway to Armstrong, Ontario, and uh, he says, "I've got to turn around." It's like what? So we th- he was he wasn't really being clear what he was going to turn around for. He he was he kept saying he's worried about his daughter. She's on a trip to Europe, and he might have to go get her because he has COVID. It's like well, you can't fly anyway. She if she has COVID, anyways. He kind of later on he says, well, no, I think I have COVID. So he turned oh, around, okay. went back to Thunder Bay, went to a, went to a pharmacy and got a one of those rapid tests, and yep. He had COVID. Ah. So him and Daryl, who was with him in the car, they had driven all the way up from Barrie and then got there. So they were, you know, 18 hours into yeah. their drive. And then they had to turn around and go home. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's really, really crappy. It's like, and it would have been nice. It was, uh, we were counting on the extra people for safety and stuff yep. because of the white water and so on. But, uh, yeah, so... I don't know, like uh, like we discussed it a couple times and we kind of all agreed that, uh, hey, Mike, we kind of all agreed that uh, with those guys, they didn't have that much experience with Whitewater, right? So No, no. Yeah. No. So, so as it turned out, after the trip, it's probably just as well. It, um, you know, things would have had to change if they did go. You would have swapped party, uh, partners that run some of the Whitewater and stuff because there yeah. was a lot of water. Yeah, yeah high water this year. Yes, yes, very high water. So, and often we would, uh, so, you know, on the map it says, you know, this is a swift or this right. is a class one or this is class two technical. And, and most of them are just, were just washed out. You know, there's one, there's a, uh, a ledge. You have to go center river to get through the ledge. And it's like, well, we can pretty much cross this anywheres. And so it was just water was way up. At the end of the season up. too. That's odd. Mm-hmm. They'd be getting a lot of rain. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And it was interesting, to just bring something in my mind, is uh, that because it's the Arctic watershed, mm-hmm. all that water goes north, right? It's kind of cool to think about that. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah this water goes that away, not this away. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, you and Willow drove to Derek's place on the Friday morning? Yep, I showed up at Derek's around uh, noon. He wasn't there yet. He was out getting some last-minute items, and he left the gate open. So Will and I jumped in his back pool, and uh, when Derek came home after doing some shopping, I was floating in his pool on a unicorn or something like that. Giddy <laughs> dipping, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had shirts on. <laughs> hey, who's that guy at the new neighbor's place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Martin was showing up around 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. in that time. He was working till 5, and when he showed up. And then when he showed up, uh, we loaded up his canoe and uh, some small talk and went through a few things, and uh, we hit the road shortly after 9 p.m. So I, now did you have to go pick up Scott? Yes. 
Okay. We got here yeah, at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. want us to so come I, along, you so better yeah. be up. <laughs> Yeah. So I drove to Derek's. It takes me five hours to get to his place. I you know, had a rest there. And from there, I drove to Sudbury. We picked up, you know, Mr. Rogers, uh, what, two or three in the morning. And I hand him the keys. Says, You're driving now. <laughs> <laughs> and then he drove for a while, yeah. I yeah, I, I, I noticed you drove right on by my place, yeah. I, I realized that <laughs> on your way to Derek's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no guilt trip there, eh? Four oh seven. So you went through all the gear because I know we had talked before that you wanted to get everything down to a one hundred and fifteen liter pack, a barrel, and two day packs. Yeah, yeah. So how much of have... Derek's food yeah. did you have to take out? None. <laughs> well, I, I left him half a barrel, and uh, he filled it up, and then we had an overflow pack of some refreshments. <laughs> and and our pot set was in that bag, and then Derek had a day pack, and I had a day pack, just you know, with uh, you know, important stuff. Yeah. So yeah. you you First whittled thing. it down to what you wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, we're down, and we yeah. had a one of the bays was open for Willow, so she could move around. She yeah, could, yeah, which which was bad sometimes because she moves around so much, you get a little tipsy. Yeah, but it's <laughs> well, good. She had her own compartment on the boat, so yeah, yeah. Last time we uh, there was some difficulty, was like when we took on some water, a pack started floating, so she had to jump on the pack because it was she was sharing a space with the pack, and so this year we wanted to do it. Uh, Mike wanted to better accommodate Willow, so we had to bring a lot less stuff. Well, if you're in white water and you've got to all of a sudden worry what the dog's doing, yes, that takes your mind off of what you mm-hmm. should be yeah. keeping your mind on. But we also weren't going to run any serious white water with the dog. With right? the dog, yeah. We so no, we no, no. we did do a lot of lining and portaging and stuff just because of the dog, right? So yeah, and we did. You know, we had a lot less draft left. You know, there wasn't much. Uh, you know, because our, our canoe was almost maxed out. You know, below seventy pounds too. So right, we couldn't run any class threes, big waves. Uh, we we would have got swamped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Open canoe like that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything when you were doing your uh, paring down of gear? Anything you left behind that you wish you had brought? Uh, another tarp. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we're relying on Sean and Daryl had a tarp. We had a second stove that and another water filter. So we were down to one stove, one water filter, and just one tarp. Yeah, right. So, oh, uh, the tarp second tarp. Would have, yeah, yeah. So we needed a second tarp, but you know it rained on us a few times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're you're already up there, and the other guys are already on the way. It's not that you can go. Let me just go to my garage and get one. Yeah. So it never even occurred to us. Like, I if we had. There's nothing we could have done. We're in Armstrong. You know, step out and buy a new tarp or something like that. So it was like, well, we'll make do. Mm-hmm. And and the tough part was that uh, I brought my favorite tent, which is 22 years old, and it's a bit leaky. So that's why I was insisting oh. on bringing my own tarp. And I, when I insisted on bringing a tarp, Martin left his behind. And so it was. I I think each canoe should have their own tarp. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so we had one tarp for the whole trip, and uh, it came in handy a couple times. But uh, it's uh, it would have been nice to have the tarp I have is a nine by twelve, so it's not that big, but it was big enough. Yeah. So we we did use it a couple times, and we set it up once once we set it up while it was raining. It's like ah, oh. <laughs> quick. Setup. And y'all had to stand in the center. Yeah. All exactly. hugging. Yeah. Keep the warmth. <laughs> Wait, is that one of those things that happens in the woods? <laughs> Hug me, Stay Mike. I'm cold. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's what Will is for. You just give her a little hug. Oh, she puts out she puts out several things. So she puts out a lot of heat, mm-hmm. and she puts out a lot of farts, <laughs> and she puts out a lot of bad breath. <laughs> so right. when you're sleeping in a tent with a farty dog, <laughs> blame it on the dog. <laughs> it wakes you right. up. Suddenly it's like three in the morning. It's like, oh, Willow just farted. <laughs> It was really warm in the tent. There was a lot of heat coming off her. And, yes. Uh, I slept yeah. right on top of the sleeping bag almost every night. Yeah. Well, better being cold and wet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Willow's food. You you said you were packing her own stuff that she could carry. Did that work out right? Oh, yeah. She, uh, she had her dog pack, and I had uh, 25 pounds in there. Then I had a couple overflow bags in our food barrel, and... Uh, she never, I never put it on her because all the portages are only 200, 400 meters. So it's just not worth the time for me to, you know, wrestle, wrestle that thing on and take it off her. So I just, we carried it for the first yeah. three days. And then I think, or four days, five days. And then halfway through the trip, uh, as her food barrel went down, we just threw her whole uh, dog pack right in the barrel. So yeah. there was only one portage, I think it was 800 meters. And, that was the longest. Uh, yeah. At that point, it, there was almost, you know, we're down a lot of food side. So she just loves running the portages. I just wanted her to have fun. She gets a little cranky being in the canoe for hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, see that. So I let her run on the portage. That's, that's, that's her fun time. So I let her have that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had stopped at uh, at the end of a portage. Everybody went fishing, grabbed lunch and stuff like that. By that time, the food barrel was fairly empty. So I just I threw the dog food inside the food barrel. And like we were down the river across a lake and and mike goes whoa where's the dog's food because it normally sits on top of the packs he was like oh i said whoa hey relax i thought i thought you you knew it's in the food barrel i put it in the food barrel (laughs) and he didn't relax (laughs) and he did not relax until we stopped at the next portage opened up it's like oh it is in there. Yeah. Because Derek lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so Saturday morning, or no, you guys, yeah, you guys headed out Friday or Saturday? Friday. So Friday night. we hit Armstrong Saturday evening at 530. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're, yeah. And, uh, we we rented a cabin the last minute, uh, and then we yeah, it was yeah. just kind of nice. it was kind of cool and clammy, so we stayed in their cabin the, uh, the night before we flew out. Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, 11, 7 a.m. We flew out. Uh, eleven a.m. Or uh, sorry, yeah, eleven yeah, a.m. We flew out. Okay, it was supposed to be two p.m. and we got it moved up. Yeah. So there's uh, there's two outfitters there. There's Thunderhook. Uh, so on one side of the cabin is the hundred Thunderhook docks and there's a whole bunch of planes parked there and then on the other side of the cabin uh, is uh, Matisse Lake Outfitters so it's a great wake up call at like 7 in the morning all the planes start landing yes. and taking off and it's like oh I'm in an airport yeah. well, <laughs> we get to sleep in some of the, some of the pictures I saw from on Mike's uh, Facebook page everybody's going to Mike Burns Facebook page to check out <laughs> photos now uh, there was the when, when you zoom in on Google Maps you can see the docks. You can see a couple of planes, yeah. the buildings, yeah. and stuff like that. But one of the pictures you had from the inside, looking th- out the front, there was at least two planes in front of you guys, mm-hmm. yeah. like taxiing yeah. out to take off. Yeah. yeah, it was like a airport. It was like they're all staging the, the takeoff. It was crazy. <laughs> now you guys just needed one plane instead of the two. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 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 So we had booked a otter and a beaver. And so, because there was only four people, 
the otter can carry two canoes and lots of people. Like I think there's seating for six or eight, plus lots of cargo room. Anyways, so we canceled the beaver because uh, Sean and Daryl didn't make it, and so it just uh, just worked out. So we just st- stuck with the otter. How was the flight? It was fun. It's pretty cool. How how long were you up there? Uh, half hour, forty minutes. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a tad over a half hour. I never really timed it, but yeah. uh, it was definitely yeah, 30 minutes at least. Too busy mm-hmm. looking out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just how, a riot. How did uh, Willow like the plane? She, she was fine. She uh, we, we left her and tossed her in there, and uh, she was like walking, pacing the aisle way a little bit as we're starting to taxi off. And then yeah. uh, when we took off, she just lay down, and it was like, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, like yeah. your dog's so adaptable, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. She's yeah. She's a trooper. <laughs> <laughs> and it was yeah. funny too when we uh, so we loaded up and uh, loaded up all the gear, then loaded ourselves up, and then the pilot hopped in, and we took off, flew in, landed at Allenwater Bridge. He shut the engine off. He turned, and the first that's the first time we heard his voice. <laughs> no pre-flight briefing, no keep really? your hands and arms and head yeah. inside the cabin. Crazy. It was yeah. just, he just, we just took off, and I said, and it's like, I assume we should buckle up, so I buckled up, but he didn't say a thing. It looked like <laughs> no. you knew what you were doing. Yeah, it was funny. And so, so yeah, so it's like, okay, everybody out. And I said, oh, I guess we're getting off in the middle of the lake, huh? Yep. And it's like, okay. That's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. We uh, the first time I experienced that was Woodland Caribou, mm-hmm. where he lands in the middle of the lake. He gets out, starts untying your canoe. Yeah. Then okay, you guys get in, and I'm going to start passing gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's pretty much how I went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty cool, though. It is. It was really nice. Nice. It, It's a really neat experience to do fly in. It's uh, is the second time I've done it. I've done it once in a beaver. This time in the otter. It's uh, it's a really neat experience. Like when, so when I flew into uh, Lady Evans Smoothwater uh, Scarecrow Lake, you know Ishpatina Ridge. Yep. So we flew in there and did uh, Solace Lands and you know the what is it the Sturgeon River? Yeah. Yeah, Sturgeon River. So that was fun. It's it's neat doing flying. It's very cool. It really and like I say, this one this place has three different ways you can drive, fly, or the train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, flying in and you're just looking over. And everything looks so different from above. Yeah. You see all the lakes and everything. And you don't recognize anything. It's like, uh, that doesn't look like the map. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't look that far until so, you're portaging gear. Yeah. And like it, we were over halfway through the trip and I'm thinking, he never even talked to us. Does he know where he's dropping us off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? yeah. So I went to Google Maps and I found where we were and then I found where Allen Water Bridge was and I made the made a, a point on the map and then they saw the little blue Google dot going towards the Allen Water Bridge. It's like, okay, he knows where we're going. He knows where we're going. <laughs> but I had to confirm it because I thought, if he lands and drops us somewhere we don't expect, it's like, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah, was I also... About that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I was also wondering too, as we're flying... I'm thinking, I wonder if he's ever lost a canoe. So, sorry, guys, we'll have to backtrack. We're going to see if we can find your canoe. It's either in a river or hanging in a tree. <laughs> or smashed to bits. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's, it's just it's just ropes, right? Yeah. So, it's just the, uh, everything is just tied on by rope. 
So but we, they're tight and they know they're not. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They've yeah. been doing it for yeah. for decades. Just it's a lot of a lot of wind shear, a lot of wind force on those boats, right? Yeah, yeah, so, we're, yeah. We're cruising at two hundred miles an hour, right? Yeah. Said. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I did a uh, did a speedometer thing, and it, I think the top speed was. Now this is over land, so you know who knows what the actual speed was. If you have tailwind, headwind, whatever, but it was two hundred and six kilometers an hour across the ground. Oh, two hundred kilometers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. So basically, the f- speed you drive on the four hundred one. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's no <laughs> difference to you, <laughs> except it's up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> So it was cool. It was nice. it was pretty neat. Unique. Is experience. that is that your first fly-in, Mike? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, I've been in uh, those kind of planes before, but yeah, definitely my first fly-in. It was awesome. Yeah, this <laughs> this time they told you to get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody out. <laughs> so they dropped you off at Allen Water River. So I just Allen Water Bridge or Allen Water Bridge on the Allen Water River. Correct. Yeah. So the Allen Water Bridge is a train bridge. Okay. And so it's just a common drop-off. Yeah, that's where... Oh, is that that's a drop-off point? Yeah. Yeah, it would be the drop-off point. It's actually partially... It's it's actually outside of the park. When you look at a park map, it shows all the brown of the park around it, and then that little spot has... It's not inside the park. It's just on the edge of the park. Oh. How, I don't know if you guys know, but how many train stops are there? Train stops? Yeah, in the park. Well, I don't know. Well, because well, I know there was the Mud Lake one. Mud Lake, Allen Water Bridge. Um, yeah, I don't know. So two at least. At least two. <laughs> at least two. <laughs> yeah, one, two. Yeah. Way to go, Derek. Way to go, buddy. Well, we aren't going in by train. Why would we know this? <laughs> I don't know. Research? Oh, wait. You guys did research till later. I didn't do any research. <laughs> I just showed up and it's like, oh, we're starting where? Huh? So <laughs> so you, you started at Allen Water Bridge and the plan was to go to Brennan Lake, Granite Lake, Wabakimi Lake, uh, Kenoji Lake, Ogoki River, Whitewater Lake, Lone Breast Bay, uh, Smoothwater Lake, Caribou River, Caribou Lake, and finish in Little Caribou Lake. Correct. And then you're going to uh, now Little Caribou is that that I guess they had to cut, drive up and pick you up there. Uh, it's five minute drive from the outfitters. It's a uh, it's just it's just five kilometers north of uh, Armstrong, Ontario. Okay, so there's no, you guys couldn't have spent another day driving around or paddling to get back to. No, no, no. that was the end of the. So okay. there's there's different routes you can go to from there, but uh, at that bridge is it's the water the the rivers are getting pretty skinny. It's more like brooks and stuff. So so you have to get picked up there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you're going to go from there to Nays Provincial Park for the night, and then. Yep. That last, because uh, that's what just east of Thunder Bay, is it not? What Nays? Uh, we ended up not going to Nays. We uh, we ended up driving, I think, about eight hours, and we ended up at Rabbit Blanket in, oh, Rabbit Lake in Superior uh, Provincial Park, yeah. Lake Superior Provincial Park. Okay. So it was. Um, we got a little bit further and made the the next day drive shorter. Yeah. Now, that's a nice little park. That's where I stayed uh, a couple of years back. Rabbit, rabbit blanket, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very tiny little campsites, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of trees, lots of mature trees. Nice little lake. Yeah, we didn't. We were there. <laughs> we were in and out. In and out. Yeah, yeah. We were. I think we. Were, it was just. Dark. It was dark when we arrived, and it was dark when we left. And it was raining at yeah. night, so we didn't get time to explore it. Mm-hmm. Um. So your canoes. What did you guys use? Well, we used. Yep, yeah, Mike's. Yeah, canoe. I used my red. Uh, 
Eastcliff uh, Canyon, the Whitewater Canoe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Martin had his what was that one called? It sounds like there? a candy. Remember, it was a it was a Starburst. Oh yeah, Starburst. Evergreen Starburst. Yeah. Evergreen yeah, Starburst. Yes, yes, an Evergreen that's Starburst. Yeah, no, that's right. Evergreen and uh, they were okay. Yeah, they're, you put them side by side, they almost look identical. Yeah, my, my canoe just had a tad more rocker to it. But, yeah, right. uh, same width, width yeah. and length, and and they're both, uh, you know, they both weigh a thousand pounds. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're very heavy. Very After heavy. the first hundred meter portage, everything's yeah. a thousand pounds. Yeah. Well, it's also you got gear tied to it, so there's a, a throw bag, a throw rope in tied to it. Uh, you know, there's fishing saw rods. tied in, fishing rods tied in. So there's there's a lot of added stuff. Another yeah. maybe fifteen pounds of gear tied to the canoe, right? So you it adds portage up. that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of the reasons you guys like going on these trips is the white water. Yes. Mm-hmm. How was it? The awesome. stuff you did do. Uh, any swimming, rock ramming? We rammed a rock really good. And mm-hmm. I, you could see the right on the nose of the canoe. He doesn't have uh, the skid plates because the right. boat's brand new. So he wanted to, Mike wanted to break it in. But we hit so hard that you could see the dent on the inside of the canoe. Really? It's broken in. It's broken in. It needs skid plates now. <laughs> <laughs> broken yeah. in is not meaning broken. <laughs> yeah, we, we hit that rock hard and we ended up halfway on it and uh, we were in the midst of like class one and a half or so, maybe yeah. two at the most, and uh, you know, water rushing around us and uh, water came close to the gunnels, but we were able to get it, uh, work it off it and yeah. get back in without dumping it. <laughs> yeah, we never dumped once the whole trip. Nobody, nobody dumped. Nobody dumped. Awesome. And, mm-hmm. and the day after, Martin, Martin and Scott did the same thing. They, they ran a rock. <laughs> yeah, so rammed they it. They did the yeah. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were stuck on the rock, yeah. and uh, it, we it, both did the same thing, and no one swam. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. Like when you when you hit a rock like that, it's like you, you're thrown forward because the boat just stops. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very exciting, very exciting. Aren't you glad you didn't have one of your cedar strips on this trip? Oh. Oh, it would have smashed it. And yeah. The thing is, if Daryl, you know, if say that was uh, Sean or Daryl's canoe, right, theirs was just a fiberglass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of some yeah. Sort, uh, they would have, it's the same rock, it would have smashed the front. They would have cracked it for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it just, you know, with full loaded canoe and you're, you're bucking down at that speed, yeah, it's <laughs> do some damage. Yeah, what did we figure the weight was inside, including us, the uh, dog? You said 750? 750 pounds. Yeah. 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 For fun. Lots of weight and momentum. Yeah. (laughs) River was moving that fast, eh? It was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Well, water was high everywhere. Everywhere we went. So everything was, you know, the map would say there's a series of three swifts. It's like, uh, I don't think there is a swift here at all anymore. See, when you read about the park, it says there's only an average height change of about 360 feet. Across the entire park. Oh, yeah? So there's no waterfalls. There's and waterfalls. See, that's what they said. If it's a waterfall, it's most likely a chute. Yeah. Not, yeah, not sure. an actual waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, there's Brennan Falls. That was pretty decent. Uh, yeah. Yep. I thought there was like a 20-foot waterfall, but I could be wrong. Brennan yeah, was pretty high. it was high. like a chute. Yeah. Brennan was 30, 30 feet, 30, 40 feet, I think. And you didn't run it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no. <laughs> See, the, you, you even figure, Martin didn't run it. <laughs> you figure, you know, you you know now you got to get that speed up and you shoot straight out, <laughs> so you land yeah. like a cat on the, the bottom. Exactly, get the momentum up. Yeah, you got. I figured you would have figured that out by now. <laughs> so let's let's just discuss this for a second. Sure. Due to what happened on the last official. Um, Burt Reynolds Memorial River Run, the whole waterfall yes. incident. Was there a discussion amongst the group before you started any whitewater and what you would do, what you would do differently if something happens again? Martin did state a couple times that he's not going to be running any waterfalls this year. <laughs> that sounds like Mr. Negativity right there. <laughs> In jest, I take it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were, because we were down to two canoes, uh, we were definitely more cautious this time, just being because we're so remote. And uh, so there was some there I'm sure we would have ran prior to the waterfall incident there a few years ago. Right. And uh, we just decided to line the rapids or walk or portage around them. But we did a lot of lining where we felt, where we could, of course, instead of portage. Yeah. So. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we would have ran some for sure, uh, and then we just all decided, no, we're going to take it easy, and it's too early in the trip to start taking risks, and our canoes are really heavy the first few days. So, yeah, so we were very cautious. For sure. Yeah, you you definitely didn't have that, oh, the road's only 100 meters that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, no. Sort of buffer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're you're hyper aware of your isolation because the it's uh, like it's easy enough to get somebody in in a plane, but you know you don't. Last thing we really want to do is be hitting an SOS or. But I guess because we had the outfitter, the outfitter has his own plane, so we could have just emailed or messaged him and says, "Hey, you know, we got a broken boat. We need to come pull us out if we're on this lake." That would have been easy enough, but to for somebody to become injured that that remote. And uh, so it's, we were very cautious because of the isolation. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to think there's that little bit of um, doubt factor in the back of your mind that, okay, you know what, like, or the, you're just shying away from it to begin with because you want to ease back into... Correct. I'm not sure what the, the word yeah. is. There is a saying, but I'm just totally forgetting what it is right now. But you want to ease back into that white mm-hmm. water, not just jump right in yep. like Cold nothing turkey, happened. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, like like everybody has their own comfort level. And I, were some rapids where I thought I would like to run it, but then I thought I'm not going to make that decision for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I just sat back and I said, you guys want to walk this? Sure, I'll walk it. You yeah. guys want to line it? Sure, I'll line it. Right, so I wasn't. I, w- I didn't want to be that guy, right? It's like, okay, it's Derek's fault. We're going home early, right? <laughs> be that guy, Derek. Come on. <laughs> so, and you know, it's, it's portages are nice. Portages can be fun. You, the dog has a blast on them, so it's a, it's a different challenge. Get out and stretch your legs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now you yeah. know what though, but that's that's a whole thing. You are as a group. Deciding, okay, you know what? Let's let's not push anybody let's play into it safe. Yeah. to areas they're not mm-hmm. comfortable in right yeah. now. They may have been comfortable <clears throat> running this before. Maybe they're not so keen on it right now. Yeah. Yeah. See how the trip goes. Mm-hmm. Work their way back up to that level. Yeah. But as a group, stick together. Don't be that guy, as you say, <laughs> and force other people. Well, 
Derek's going to want to do yeah, it, man. Do it, man. Yeah, there's, it. there was no peer pressure. Because, again, that's when you're going to end up in another, possibly a, another situation. Right, yeah. When you're talking about the portages, um, portages, campsites, marked, cleared? Yeah, it's, there's quite, there's, you have to there find were them? some campsites. So right off the bat. Yeah, there was nothing marked, of course. Uh, you know, uh, the routes are traveled, so they're not worn down like, you know, uh, like a, a gauntlet park or anything like that. You have to mm-hmm. search for them. And the campsites on the map that they give you is very vague. Uh, half of campsites who couldn't even find. They're not really campsites. They're just spots areas in the that woods, you could yeah. possibly put a tent or two. And you might see some rocks on the side, you know, that they, where there was fires. You know, there was some little trees growing out of some of the fire pits. So it's uh, very, you know, rustic. Yeah, when you see a, a like a, a small one-year, two-year-old tree growing in a fire pit, you know that fire pit hasn't been used in a while. Yeah, that's like my, <laughs> when I was up in uh, Woodland Caribou, you'd see maybe a fire pit. And that's the only reason you knew there was a, it, a, that's, a campsite there. That was the big clue. And, like, every time we, it's like, that's an opening. Is there a fire pit? Yeah, there's a fire pit. That's yeah. a campsite. And same with the, with, you're looking for blazes on trees for a portage or somebody's yes. putting uh, a little cairn yeah. of rocks. Usually usually it's a heavy footpath entry into the woods, right? It's like, oh, that's a clearing. That's got to be it. Mm-hmm. So but You can tell someone went through in the spring and cut some fresh uh, down trees. So you can see that someone actually went through that route with a yeah. chainsaw and mm-hmm. cleared some areas, yeah. Right. So it wasn't that bad. I, I will add, though, I was disappointed that uh, there was no thunder boxes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Derek searched and searched every bloody yeah. site running back. I th- Actually, Martin came back. Martin, I don't know what's... Yeah, Martin came back and said, uh, Derek, there's a Thunderbox here. He goes, no crap. No. <laughs> and I went, woohoo. <laughs> there wasn't. And he said, no, <laughs> I'm lying. There wasn't. It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> There's Derek standing with one foot up against the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yeah. like a good old cat hole or mm-hmm. leaning against the tree or yeah, yeah. a couple of log, you know, a log across it's it's used enough that I think they should put thunderboxes in. Like there there there's a lot of there's there's a lot of low impact there with not that many people going into the backcountry. Mm-hmm. But when you go off to dig a hole somewhere in the woods and you have to find a place that's not already been dug. Yeah. So it's it's like uh, you know it's like a cartoon with Yosemite Sam digging all the holes and the you know or Bugs Bunny with all the rabbit holes. It's like it's like oh there's dig holes everywhere here i can go without almost every creature comfort known to mankind in the back country but if i had to choose one thing i want <laughs> it would be a thunderbox yes yeah, yeah because if if you got to sleep on rocks or yeah if it's raining it. or it's uncomfortable or you know where to start a fire yeah. whatever mm-hmm. i'm good with that yeah but if you say okay you can have a thunderbox Bring her on. (laughs) I want a poop in comfort. This is a 10 out of 10 campsite. It's got a thunderbox. It can be nothing but a thunderbox. That's a 10 out of 10 site. Yeah. Uh, How was the weather? It was really good. Really? There There was one morning we had rain. There was a couple days that was overcast. We almost always had a little bit of wind during the day. Um, 
Uh, we had mixed everything, really. Yeah. It was warm. Um, cool we burned all burn our noses. Yeah, we all got sunburned. <laughs> I didn't clue in until like day four or five. I should be covering my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so halfway through the trip, I was already sunburned and peeling on my ears. By the time I got home, they had uh, already peeled and were ready to be sunburned again. So now yeah, I would say the first half of the trip, the, the weather was the best, yeah. and then the, it started changing, get more cloudier, and then the rain came in the last couple of days. Yeah. But uh, overall, it was on the warmer side. It was never chilled or cold at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. If, if yeah. it just gets down to that cool mark mm-hmm. for a comfortable sleep, yeah, but not co- not cold, yeah, and no. not humid. So the thing with cold and cool is. It never got so cold that the flies went away at night. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, it was always were always cute. so bad. Yeah, <laughs> were, were the bugs really bad? Up there? Oh, or yeah. they ever really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, big time. And the rivers, the black flies were around, but they weren't biting. They're just you know irritating and buzzing around your face, flying your eyeballs, and, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then as we got to the larger lakes halfway through the trip, then the mosquitoes, mosquitoes got really, really bad, but, like yeah, horrendously bad. Dusk, yeah, we ran into our tents at dusk a lot of nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The outfitter said it's the worst he's seen the mosquitoes in years, in decades. Yeah. Figures, eh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, did you go through any burn areas? Tons. Yes. Yeah. Because I know well, that Dustin well, was saying there was fresh. fires there last year. So no oh, really? fresh fires, but what we saw is different levels of recovery so you kind of look at a that you can see all the standing dead and you can see some a bunch of trees that are growing back it's like mm, yeah, this one looks like it's about 15 year old fire this one looks like it's a five-year-old fire this one looks like it maybe two years ago so it's different levels of recovery so you knew there was fires there's like we every day we saw some stretch of four summers that had burned right well, the one morning we're leaving, Derek and Scott wanted to go see this burned out section, so we paddled probably 40 minutes out of our way to, to climb up a Mike and a Martin black fly infest, a black fly infested a hot hill to see a burnt out area. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. I tell and, you, it was Willow worth it. And Willow lost her bear Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she was all black. Or, she was all black. Yeah. Her life jacket. Yeah. <laughs> all the burnt logs. That, yeah. That's the thing about portaging that through burns. Oh, yeah, by just, the time you get the, because you got to climb over stuff and you're rubbing against stuff. And by the time you get to the end of the portage, everything, mm-hmm. you, you're covered in black ash. I remember seeing German Tory Baird. They did a route in northern Quebec and they'd gone through a section that had just burned that year or the year before. And Everything was black. Their clothes were black. Their backpacks were black. Everything just they were just covered in yeah. soot. Like their faces were black. It was, it was insane. And he, I remember them speaking on camera at that time. They said, "Oh, this is the worst I've ever seen it. Everything is all fresh charcoal." So, but we never had anything that much. Like the the one we walked through maybe two years ago. So there was if you touch the the. The burnt logs themselves, you get some soot on you, but right. but there wasn't just this ash in the air type thing, right? So yeah. it wasn't that fresh. Uh, Mike, the big fisherman, what'd you get? Oh, well, I wouldn't say I was a big fisherman, but uh, uh, the, every, everybody caught pickerel and pike. Uh, actually, Derek did really well. He caught, he caught some real nice pike. I got some nice pictures of him. Uh, now, everyone got the nice 
the pickerel were like a, anywhere from a pound to maybe two and a half pounds, mm-hmm. right? Up to eight, 18 inches, the yeah. one I got. Um, but uh, we were always traveling, so, you know, you, you catch them and release them. And then, uh, so, uh, but we did have two fish meals. Uh, yeah, two really decent fish nice. meals. Yeah, 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 when you're when you're portaging or paddling, and you're not going to keep a fish. It's yeah. just and then when you yeah. get the camp like day, and uh, we do some casting around. Nobody wants to go back in the canoe after being in for six or eight hours. So yeah, do some casting around the and sometimes you get a few fish. Most times we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, around the islands, and hardly we're, ever we're, caught fish from shore. Yeah, just occasionally, a pike, small pike or something. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually we'll. Um, after the last portage, like if we know we're staying on that lake, yeah. we'll do some fishing. And then if we catch something, we'll put on a stringer. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we'll spike it into the shore yeah. sort okay, of thing yeah. Yeah. on the stringer and then get camp set up so that you can, mm-hmm. you know, you got it's still in the water sort of thing. Yeah, we all, we all did a little bit of that, but uh, we didn't look, you know, we didn't do very well doing that. Um, I lost so much tackle. I, I kept on breaking lines. I probably lost about five or six lures. <laughs> It was frustrating for me. <laughs> uh, was that from fish or from real estate? Real estate. Uh, I had an old, uh, yeah, the, the line on my ride was old, I think, and it was breaking, and, and I was getting snags all the time, and I was cursing all the time. The correct <laughs> answer would have been fun and massively big fish, Mike. <laughs> it was a big lunker. It took my oh, line. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I can say there was one or two big fish that did break the line. No, that's that's a true fact. No. Mm-hmm. It Everybody knows, change your line pipe. before you go on a trip. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I didn't bring an extra line either. This comes from the guy who's always posting pictures of himself out in his boat on Lake Erie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, look what yeah. we... Oh, well, that's why his daughter's always... Here's here's what she caught today. She outfished her old man. Yeah. Because her old man don't know how to fish, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys needed food, he wasn't your man, Derek. <laughs> I had two identical fishing rods... And the night before, my buddy came over. We're having beers, going through my gear, and I had two rods. I said, this, "I'm going to take this rod and this reel because it has a new line." And the morning I went to leave, I grabbed the wrong, uh, the wrong uh, rod. So, okay, we'll let I, you stick with that one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you stick with that one. <laughs> if that's the best you can come up with, yeah. we'll let you go with that. <laughs> no, that's a true story. <laughs> true. <laughs> Uh, how many rest days did you have? Uh, one. one. Yeah, just one, I guess. Just one, no, we had one, one rest lake. day, and there was a story about that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the story? A... Well, we haven't got to that part. Are we going to walk through this, the trip here? Um, That's pretty much it. Okay, so go <laughs> tell us the story of your trip now that we've gotten the details out of the way. So as a general theme, I'd say it was great fishing. We were at peak blueberry season. Ooh. Oh yeah, and they were there's. It was an insane amount of blueberries everywhere. So it, you could you would show up on a campsite and it's like, yeah, a bear's been here. All the blueberries are gone. Right. Or you get on other campsites or other fields and areas. It's like, well, oh, these blueberries are just going to go to waste. We better eat them. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, every day ate yeah. so much. A couple cups every day, I think. Yeah. I yeah. And it was peak awesome. mosquito. Peak mosquitoes. Wow, well, they're hanging out in the blueberries. Yeah. Oh, it was insane. So yeah, so uh what we uh we talked about the drive. We uh we so we showed up in Armstrong, rented a cabin, 
We uh, went into Armstrong the next day for breakfast. We had a, it's our last restaurant meal in Armstrong. And uh, what we, uh, yeah, we discussed a lot of this, you know, took off at about 11.45, landed about 12.30 or so. And, uh, and then we, first day we ran a whole bunch of class one water. It was, uh, it was a nice first few days. It was, so we had, uh, we crossed some really big water the first uh, few days. And uh, what was amazing is uh, we had this heavy, heavy tailwind. And so we really didn't have to paddle hard we just kind of mm-hmm. dipped and steered and whatever but we we're doing eight nine kilometers an hour yeah because there's times where i'd be i mean i was at work so i just clicked my spot link and mm-hmm. follow and i'm thinking you guys are booking it you're gonna be done <laughs> in half the time that yeah. you're supposed to be done first half of the trip was tailwind last half of the trip was headwind yes and yeah. changed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going upriver as well. When yes. We were lying and we had a line yeah. against the current. So the middle section of the trip was Whitewater Lake. And yes. so it was tailwinds and downriver into Whitewater. When we left Whitewater, it was headwinds and upriver. Right. So it was when we hit Whitewater, it was the Whitewater Lake. It, we From there, we didn't run any more water. We didn't run any more rapids because it was all uphill. So you only got the first half of their trip was whitewater then? Yeah. 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 Yes. Runnable, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What about um, historical stuff? It's pretty neat. So in Armstrong, so at at the restaurant in Armstrong, there's a couple photo albums and it shows throughout the years stuff that happened in town. There's some diagrams. Oh, Armstrong, I think it was in the 40s, they built a really big rail yard there. Right. So there's like, you know, they used to have, like, uh, you know, Sleeman's the Roundhouse, downtown yep. Toronto. So they had a roundhouse there. It was gone when we were there, but there used to be a roundhouse with, like, you know, 12, 15 different uh, rail spurs that go into the roundhouse to swap trains, you know, stuff like that. There was uh, there was stock pens. There was, uh, there was uh, uh, what, uh, silos for flour and so grain. So it was quite the hub. It was a huge hub. It was impressive. I got pictures of the uh, the city map, and so it was really impressive. Back in the day, it was it was pretty big. Armstrong was pretty big, but it's 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 kind of a ghost of itself now. It's yeah. uh, uh, yeah. you can see that they're still doing some work and maintenance on the rails. We're, while we're there, there was some maintenance going on, and but it was uh, it's a smaller town, leaner town. What about in the park itself? Because isn't there, there was a, a guy that used to live there from the 60s to the 80s. Oh, yes, yeah, that guy. Best, yeah, we saw. Best, yeah. Island, yeah. Best Island and Whitewater Lake, yes. We yeah. visited, uh, yeah, Wendell Beckwith. Wendell Beckwith. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know what he was doing there, but it was, I think he was a, scientific. He was an eccentric scientist guy. He had a he had a buddy that paid for all his stuff. Something to do with Big Pen invention or something. I don't know. Oh. Huh. Martin knew all the details. I was supposed to look into it, but then I, I forgot to uh, look into Wendell Beckwith. It's still on my list of stuff to do. Way to go. I know. <laughs> but it was fascinating. Like, he he was there for 21 years. Was it 61 to 83? 61 to 81? 60 to, 1960 to 1981, I believe. And he, only, he only left because he got cancer and died. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah it was... But he built some... Uh, so this guy, he, he, what was it? He's, he, he had a saying. He said, uh, 
something about uh, we only. I, I'm only interested in what is the unknowns and not the knowns type thing, right? Right. So he studied astronomy and different science things. He'd had a lot of inventions, but he built some amazing cabins. Hmm. Like there's uh, one, two, three, four, five cabins. It's like the guy, and nice work. All in the same area or throughout? All within the same area. Really? Within, yeah. yeah. It was within a stone's throw of each other. Oh, okay. But the detail work, like it's insane, the, 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 the craftsmanship of his work. Like he's got some intricate, there's a, a bunch of doors or two doors, like, you know, the upper or lower door, like the, what are they called, the horse door, the barn door, whatever. Yeah. So you got a lower door and upper door. And so this weird uh, handle thing you'd push and twist to open the upper door and pull and twist the other way to open the lower, both top and bottom door. And, and he hand carved all this stuff. Didn't Dick Pranicky do something like that up in Alaska? I have no idea. I'll Google it later. Uh, what about the other thing like uh, pictographs or anything like that? We couldn't find any. No, eh? yeah, there was two or three places we looked and couldn't find them. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find them. Yeah. Hmm. But we knew they were there. It said on the map there's pictographs here, and so we slowly floated by looking at every potential place. And, but I think that it's just been so long that they're just worn out. Can't see. Yeah, them there's yet. been a couple of places I've gone like, oh, we got to hit that spot because, mm-hmm. and then you go and you spend. Half hour to an hour looking, and you never yeah, find yeah, yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you say you had the rest day. So we had a rest day. So we, so going down the rivers, we had hardly no bugs. Then on Whitewater Lake, when we first hit Whitewater Lake, the campsite was mostly open rock. So I was like, oh, this is nice. Big, wide expanse of stone, granite, Canadian Shield. And uh, but as soon as you go into the woods, it's like, whoa, <laughs> the bugs were just insane. Like you'd you'd go in, do something for a minute, and run back out of the woods. So you'd go in and like, do, you know, throw the tent down on the ground, come out, go back in, put some poles together, come out, right. go back in, set the part of the tent up, run back out. So you couldn't well, do, that, <laughs> couldn't do everything. That at once. Sand, yeah, that sand spit that looks so nice. Uh, Martin went in the woods there. We were going to camp on that sand spit, and Martin—that's on the Bess Island in yeah. Whitewater Lake. Yeah. Uh, Martin ran into uh, the bush, you know, do his business, and I went walking down the beach with Willow, just looking to see if there's somewhere else better to, to camp. And I walked him back, and he was in the water. He got chased out of the bush with the mosquitoes while he was doing his business. Yeah. Wow. He was in the water. Insane. Yeah, and Willow was loaded with mosquitoes, and yeah. we're all standing around. Uh, we're not camping here tonight. <laughs> oh, a thunderstorm was coming in too. Yeah, thunderstorm. So we we were yeah. sitting on the beach there, and and uh, and we look across from this nice beach. It's supposed to be the best campsite you possibly get, but it, and it's all sand. But it's it, it was insane mosquitoes. So we look across, and it's like, hmm, there's a flying fishing outfitter across the way there. So it's like we should ask them. So we battled over. We beer, right? It was all about beer. At first. It, was, it was all about beer. Yeah. It's like well, yes. I wonder if they have beer. So it's we paddled over. The the uh, the caretaker comes out and he's like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Yada yada yada. It's like, do you perchance have an empty cabin for rent? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it was funny. He uh, so he called his boss. And her, satellite phone. It's by satellite phone, and and uh, she's like, well, "We've never had this happen before. We don't even know how to charge you guys." 
Don't. Because, <laughs> no, they did. Oh, they did. It was, uh, so they said that normally you'd buy a package, fly-in, cabin. There's some of the outfitters, or they have a, they call the American plan, so they even feed you. This one, they didn't feed you. Anyway, so we ended up, uh, that was our rest day. We ended up renting a cabin for two nights in the middle of the park. <laughs> we just walked in off the... Well, that's <laughs> cheating. <laughs> Yeah, it was survival. <laughs> it was uh, survival. There was yeah, a thunderstorm and, and, oh. and killer mosquitoes. Yeah, killer mosquito, bad thunderstorm coming. Yeah. I've never <laughs> heard thunder like that before because yeah. it went boom, 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 boom. It's like for like 10, 12 seconds. It's like, what is going on? It's like, it sounds like I'm on a, in a rail yard and they're like hooking up, hooking up uh, rail cars or something. It's like, oh. It's so weird. Bunch of cheaters. That'll <laughs> earn you. It was nice. We had showers, hot water showers, and was stove and and well because we are paying to stay in a cabin. It's like well you you know you guys uh, full access to the fishing boats and but you'll have to take two boats. There are only two seats in each boat, so you guys have to take two boats when you go fishing. And here's all the fishing holes. This is where you can find yeah. fish and. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we get boats. <laughs> Twenty horsepower outboards. It's like just yeah. tooling around. It's like woo. <laughs> so, so you had a vacation from your vacation. Yes, we called it yes. that too. Yeah. Hey, our our vacation vacation. <laughs> it was nice. Like we all took advantage of the shower. It was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Separate times, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. You're saying something about swapping uh, <laughs> canoe partners earlier, there, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can qualify this as a, a canoe. We might have to do another episode. Well, something well, else now. They, uh, they had they had Wi-Fi too, <laughs> so we were all messaging family oh, and man. downloading weather reports, and <laughs> we're <laughs> and this was what day five. Uh, this four? was this was camps eight and nine. Yeah, or halfway through. Yeah, it was day eight or nine, four, fourth or fifth night or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if that night, if we stayed on that sand spit there, uh, the mosquitoes oh. were so bad in a thunderstorm, we wouldn't we, we would rely on a dry. fire for cooking. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it would have just been so miserable. So it, it, <laughs> it probably saved the trip. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, we didn't kill each other at that point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So, uh, so we had two good fish meals that that day after we all had our showers got sorted out. We went back out in the boats uh, late fish. in the afternoon, and we got enough fish for uh, for dinner that night. Yeah. And they had a fish cleaning hut with knives and uh, you know uh, lights and yeah. water to clean your fish. So what was the home. butler's name? <laughs> Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> French chef, I presume. Yeah, <laughs> one of those uh, maitre d guys that go. Would you care to smell the court, yeah. sir? <laughs> but it was neat. So, and what uh, you could see the uh, sort of the echo effect of COVID still was uh, there was nobody else staying there while we were there. There was just the uh, yeah. there was the caretaker, yeah, the, uh, the 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 caretaker's assistant. And I think the caretaker assistant's dad was out there. Yeah, that was his father. Yeah, was just his visiting father. his kid. He was just yeah. out visiting his kid, right? They're all from yeah. Thunder Bay. And uh, so, yeah, we we got to see them and have chats. And and uh, so, yeah, it was. <laughs> wow. So Well, you know why there was nobody else there? Because everybody else was actually canoe tripping. <laughs> 
But it was funny. They said, so have you ever had somebody come in off the lake before in a canoe and say, hey, you got a cabin? They said, no, this is the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> Did he take a picture? Look no. at these goobers. <laughs> it was pretty neat, though. And we got we caught some nice fish. We found some nice air- Like, there's areas that I would never have thought to fish. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I know a few more things now about where fish might hang out. So I learned a few things. Pretty cool. See? It's all mm-hmm. what it's all about, right? Yeah. Oh, it was something like that. I mean, when we were up in Woodland Caribou, we went around the corner, and there was a, a, a lodge there. Uh, and actually, there were some, some guys heading out the next day, so they passed off their beers to us. Oh, okay. Right? Which yeah. is well, a bonus. Uh, another lake we were on, there was a lodge, and some guys were out fishing, and they knew what we, they were really, like, what you guys are doing, this big trip, that's pretty cool. And they zip off and we hear them come back and they've got nice cold beers. Like, that's <laughs> right what it's, it's all about the beer up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when we got there, that was the other question. He says, so do you have beer? And the caretaker guy says, well, I do, but I'm running out myself, so you can't have any. <laughs> And that's when we well, killed him and hit the body. Yeah, <laughs> I had an ice for us too. Yes, you, you guys got a bag of ice. <laughs> ice. <laughs> he gave us a bag of ice. <laughs> Anything else you need? Anything else? <laughs> we actually asked us the morning we were leaving. He asked me if we wanted anything, and I said, uh, "Like a going away gift." And he goes, "No." He's like, "You want a bag of ice?" Well, <laughs> no, it's going to melt. We can't take that. It <laughs> was weird. Which way to the spa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get yoga with this package? Yeah. <laughs> a little Reiki retreat? <laughs> it was pretty neat. It was a really neat little break right in the middle of the trip. We all but got you know, to... That's People pay the big bucks to fly into places yes. like that. Oh, yeah. Big bucks. And stay it's, with all of it? that. It's so, so I looked at some of the prices for a four-day trip. Per person price is about fifteen hundred bucks U.S. Yeah, all the prices were in U.S. So the place we we stopped we stayed at the Thunderhook Outfitter, and they are based in what did he say Alabama or something? Yeah, yeah, or something. Anyway, so it's it's when we we called and I paid by credit card over the satellite phone, and she says, "Okay, you understand this is in American prices, right?" It's like. Uh, well, I'm in it now. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> yeah. Too late now. The deal's done. <laughs> That's fine because you got four guys here who have not used a bathroom properly in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, we still, it was, it was still a, uh, the, the bathrooms they had were plastic porta potties out back. Oh. And, but they cut the floor out. Or the instead of a uh, instead of a bin underneath where everything goes, it was a giant hole. It was just a hole in the ground. Yeah. yeah, but you had a plastic porter body, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was nice. You get a little bit out of the bugs, and so <laughs> wild. Yeah, that was your rest. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. But the storm that rolled in that night was insane. So it was like, oh, it was a good decision. This is a big storm. Lots of thunder, lots of rain. Is there anything else we should know about this trip that's fastly becoming a not a trip? <laughs> well, one thing one thing that I did learn, and uh, Don at uh, Matisse Lake Outfitters, he was telling us about it when we uh, exited. He said that over the past 10, 15 years, each year has been 
more and more dry. He says what the mosquitoes do is they'll lay their eggs. And they don't hatch unless they go underwater. So they lay their eggs, the water drops. They lay eggs the next year, the water drops. So you have about 15 years of eggs. And so they had a they said it was the most rain they've had over a summer. The highest water levels, like the spring water levels, were super high. And the summer, the water levels dropped, but then came back up again. And he says, when you have water levels hitting those heights, there's 15 years of mosquito eggs being hatched. So we had 15 years worth of mosquitoes. Wow. Because of the high water levels in the middle of the summer. It was insane. Like the mosquitoes, you know, and the mosquitoes were only bad on Whitewater Lake. Like they were, they, they, anywhere else, it was, uh, I think that just the flowing water, the eggs get carried away, whatever. So we never really had a problem until we hit Whitewater Lake. We were on Whitewater Lake three nights. No bug spray? No bug jackets? I, <laughs> I had a bug jacket, but I never pulled it out. I had. You want to look like a wussy? <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> Why not? Well, well, Derek was deciding to bring an ice. I just, you know, we don't need it. And the bugs. There's no bugs. It's then August. He, then he brought it, and then he had a chance to use it, and he wouldn't use it because he didn't want to be a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in that bug jacket flaunting it. I would have been doing <laughs> Michael Jackson moonwalk. And, hey, fellas. <laughs> yeah, Martin had just a small head head net, you know, goes over your hat. He, wore that. So he, yeah, was, yeah. he was using that three, four, uh, three days or so in between all that bad crap. So, And, I, yeah, I just had a little bit of bug spray. I just put on my face and a little bit. But, yeah. uh, you know, I and I had some dog safe spray, like for horses and dogs. Yeah. And I would just put spray it on my, my fingers, my hand, and I would rub her, her nose and on top of her forehead. Um, and that's it, because she has thick fur and the only bugs that kind of irritate her the ones that get on her nose and she yeah. can't get at it so and so i just help her out and i i carry like an old bed sheet with me like a cut up one and i put it over around campsite uh, keep the bugs off her and, and then i put that on her in the canoe if it gets really hot you know i, I drape it in the water put, put it in the water and put it on top of her and yeah so that's you being a, di- a dog yeah. dad well oh, i have to take care of my baby yeah <laughs> willow got treated right I got treated better than everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She even got fish in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. She even got fish. Yeah. Actually, she was getting spoiled. She wasn't eating her dry food. I kept on had to, I had to put peanut butter in the first few days, and then after that, peanut butter wasn't good enough. Then I had resort of put in some of my leftover freeze dried meals in the food. She's getting picky at the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're feeding me? Yeah. We're on vacation? This is what you're giving me? I can have this garbage at home. This kibble, exactly. this kibble sucks. <laughs> um, what about wildlife? We So somebody, so uh, the guys on at uh, Whitewater Lake, they said that there was people there a couple days before us, and they saw bears like four or five times just on Best Island alone. But we didn't see a single bear. We saw some fresh bear poop. Yeah, really fresh behind one of our campsites. Yeah. End of the trip, yeah. Yeah. And we saw three moose. Three moose. Three yeah. moose and, I don't know, a dozen bald eagles. Oh, lots of bald eagles. Yeah. Lots and yeah, lots of bald, bald eagles. eagles. Yeah. No caribou. No. Oh. The oh. biggest animal we saw was the three moose and then birds, oh. squirrels, stuff like that. That sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and leeches. Long leeches. Oh, oh yeah. a lot of leeches. Yeah. Derek was 
picking them out of the water and throwing them at us and <laughs> sticking on us. <laughs> Slop. <laughs> Here, I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a child at heart. <laughs> Here, catch. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Three grown men running away from Derek who's holding a leech in front of him chasing him around the campsite. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Martin wasn't impressed. What are you, seven? It's like, what? Don't crush my inner child. <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding less and less like a canoe trip <laughs> family vacation. <laughs> this, this trip went downhill <laughs> after the whitewater, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's center of the universe. That's where all the bugs collect, yeah. and yeah, yeah. that's where exactly. all the action is. <laughs> the center of the mosquito universe. So what was your favorite part of the whole trip? Um, it was all good. Like, it was really good. Uh, some really nice lakes. Some nice white water that we paddled. I wasn't expecting much from white water, but because of the high water levels, it uh, it was pretty good. It was really nice. Some of the runs we did was really nice. We we got to, uh, there, was a, there was one run I had a lot of fun at. We, uh, we ran a small section, eddied out, ran another section, eddied out. So it was it was nice to uh, challenge the skills. What are you, Mike? What were your favorite parts of the trip? <laughs> well, the whole darn trip, actually. But uh, <laughs> um, minus the cabins, you know, that was pure hell. I don't know. I didn't really agree with Daniel's cabins there for those two nights, uh, especially that with sucked. that. Especially since you had that wrong fishing rod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott and I just wanted to hanker down in the sand spit with all the bugs and the yeah, thunderstorm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but uh, no, we were troopers. We just went with the, the group, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> so brave. Running all the white water the first three days uh, was super. You know, I love that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the big lakes. I was just amazed how big these bodies of water are, like kilometers oh, across. And. Uh, and, you know, we had some tailwind and 45-degree angle tailwind. And then the last part of the trip, we had headwinds, which sucked, and uh, the big waves. And we had to, you know, deal with those. Yeah, and then waves, fighting current, fighting headwind. Yeah. 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 But it was challenging, but I, I kind of like that kind of stuff. Too. Yeah, me you too. Know, I, like, yeah. I like a challenge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it can't all be easy-peasy. Everybody no. would do it. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You can't all be fly into a lodge. <laughs> uh, how about how about the uh, stars at night? We saw saw a lot of stars, but the thing is, is uh, it was washed out. We had a full moon, super moon, so oh, it was right. like I have some pictures of. Uh, I, I showed Siobhan when we got home. I said, "Hey, what time of day do you think this was?" She goes, "Wow, it's really bright." I said, "Yeah, that was at four thirty in the morning." <laughs> Because <laughs> of the moon. It, the moon was so bright. It was a big then, super moon. Yeah, then it really doesn't start getting dark till 10 o'clock, you know. And by yeah, 10 yeah. o'clock, I'm, I'm yeah. ready to hit the hay. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so done for the day. <laughs> you guys didn't stay out for any of the auroras or anything. We did one night. We, the first uh, night, I think, and right. So we kind of, we couldn't really see it. Martin has uh, has a uh, digital camera, and so he did a, he was able to pull the Aurora out in the photos, so we saw it that way, and then we knew where to look. And we could sort of see it with our eyes, but it really showed up on the camera. Yeah. Yeah, if it was bright with the moon, too bright, then you might not have yeah, seen it. Yeah, super that. bright. Yeah, it was yeah. super bright out. Uh, 
what was the now we look at the the geology of like Algonquin Park and, mm. and farther north it gets rockier and rockier and what was it like up there? Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> Actually, I was <laughs> okay. There was <laughs> land and water. <laughs> no, I I thought because this is the farthest north I've ever been, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking it's going to be like the French River. It's going or you know ten times like more rocks. And I was kind of surprised that there was uh, just all the stunted trees. There was more woody stunted areas and less rock than I thought there was going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there was less rock, than, and, but the trees are a small, stunted, uh, just, you know, small black like spruce. Like a lot of black spruce and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, you yeah, had the rock, the, you know, the granite, all that, and the big lakes. But, you know, during the ri- all through the river systems and stuff, that there was very little rock action. So it wasn't like a tomogamy sort of... No. No, 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 it wasn't. No, no, no. it was, uh, it was not what I was expecting. I was expecting more rock. I was expecting yeah. smaller trees. Like there were a lot of small trees, but it was, it was really thick trees. Like there was, yeah. the forests were very dense. Right. And oh, fire, uh, firewood was not an issue at this part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's like not everything was picked over. There was lots of firewood. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's it not as many issue. people, right? Very yeah. few people go through. How many, how many people did you guys see over there? We didn't didn't see see people until like day ten or twelve. Right, the last day. Last day, yeah. Going the 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 opposite way. Yeah, four canoes, nine people. Yeah, and I don't know how they did it because we had a hard time trying to find two decent tent pads. Oh yeah, you know yeah. So yeah, that would have been nice. If if we had another those Sean and Daryl came, you know that would have been even harder to try to find decent spots. We've been fighting and drawing straws for the best campsites every night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, and, the, and then, uh, you know, the last day or two, we saw those uh, canoers. And other than that, the only other people we saw the odd day was, you know, these fly-in camps. We, we ran into to a couple Americans. Right. They were motor biased. They were looking for the falls, uh, a trail to do some fishing. And uh, they stopped, and then they started following us. And, oh, these guys look like they know where they're going. These guys going. know what they're doing. We'll follow <laughs> I mean, them. We've never been there before. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we had some small chat with them at the portage. And yeah. uh, they're all dressed to the nines and look like Elmer Fudd. You know, they're all <laughs> doing a big northern fishing trip, you know, yeah. flown in. Yeah. And, they, you know, and then there's us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely so, more Americans than Canadians in that park. Yeah, yeah I remember going up through Nikina, and there's a flying f- places right off the highway, and you look through the parking lot, and it's all U.S. plates. Oh yeah. If there was yeah. like if there was like two dozen cars in that parking lot, mm-hmm. there wasn't wasn't a single Canadian yeah. plate. I never thought to get a picture, but when we were at Matisse Lake, when we got there, there was five cars in the parking lot, but when we left, we okay. were out on a Wednesday midweek. And uh, there was, it was, the parking was just, oh yeah, there was, all, and and there was two Ontario plates, mm-hmm. and all the rest were some state, you know, yeah. Utah, they love coming Montana, up. or, yeah. Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah. So I've got to ask, for food, mm-hmm. was there, was there like a charcuterie board? No, there wasn't. Why not? No, uh, so... Why, why? Because the 
Because the um, cabins were, were supplying? <laughs> no. No, Mike told me right off the bat, he says, nope, we're going super light, no no meals. I, he didn't let me bring steak in for the first night, and so it was, uh, uh, all I had was... Actually, little... as it turned out, it would have been good, but... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll learn you. Uh, me and Mike both had the OTG meals, which were yeah. really good. Yeah. Those are really good meals. Randy makes them really – actually, mm-hmm. I just ordered some for my Tamagami trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was chatting with him there today, and he's going to send those through, so we'll have them up in our – yeah, because we really enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. those yeah. are, they're a I good mean, portion for one person each. Yeah, they're definitely not for two people. Like, Correct. actually, there was one night I had to open up a second one because I get really hungry end of the you know trip. So, and the, but, uh, yeah, they're meant for one person, not two mm-hmm. servants, like they say. Mm-hmm. But that goes with with all those companies like uh, yeah. the Happy Yaks and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this will feed two people. Yeah, sure. If you're eight. <laughs> yeah, the only I think the only time I've had a, a backpacker's meal was is backpacker's pantry, and like some of those are like I could eat still eat a whole meal, but they you could see how two people could eat it. Like uh, the pad thai back at backpacker's pantry is is a pretty big meal, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, you know, Happy Yak or OTG or it's it's a single person meal, really. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll be taking those. Uh, anything else special you brought along? Well, what were, what were the beverages of choices? Oh, there's a little bit of everything. Yeah. So there was like Scott likes his rum and Martin likes his rum. I like my scotch. Mike likes his Fireball. Yeah, and I had uh, Wolf had coffee whiskey. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and I had whiskey. vodka. Yeah, then I had some flavored vodka. Then I had something, some other whiskey. Well, I had a lot of different. <laughs> yeah. So Mike basically brought the liquor store, and the rest <laughs> you mooched off him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike kept us all supplied. A bottle left at the end. So. <laughs> yeah, I had scotch left over at the end. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did come out days early. So. <laughs> yeah. So you you were we were I was going to get to that there. You weren't supposed to be out till the Friday? Correct. Right. But you got out Wednesday. The Wednesday. Yeah. So on the Wednesday, we rained. it rained all day. Rain. Wind and rain. And I discovered my new rain jacket is not waterproof. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice Gore-Tex rain jacket, but uh, I was soaking wet inside it. Really? So I'm very disappointed. I got to talk to outdoor research and complain to them. So it rained and rained and it rained, rained. And, and rained. so it was the windy. It was it was the heaviest rain I've ever been outdoors in ever. Right. And it was the, the water was like the water was boiling almost. It was come down and just the water was, rain was hammering. We had to stop and bail out the canoes because of the rain. How do Willow? Uh... No, oh, she's happy. She's a water dog. She, she, told she me. loved her. Yeah. No bugs. No, she, it wasn't hot. She loves it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she had a, a life, her life jacket's big and it co- covers her up quite a bit. So mm-hmm. right. she's fine. Yeah. She wasn't shivering. So it wasn't that cold anyways, but. It was a warm rain. Wet. It was raining, but it was warm. Yeah. So yeah, you guys were the, supposed to stay on a lake. Caribou. We were supposed to stay in Caribou that day and we got to that site around noon. We had lunch or one o'clock and. Uh, we're hiding behind trees and trying to have uh, something to eat. And, like, we all agreed, let's just move on to Little Caribou to see what that campsite would yeah. look like. Right. And then we got the Little Caribou uh, 
campsite around 2 o'clock, 2.30. And that was like a three-hour paddle from the access point. And we set up a, a tarp right away. And we unloaded all our gear like we intended on staying. And we were huddling under this uh, tarp, you know, and it was raining on and off. And it was raining hard all, enough uh, that we couldn't set up tents. Right. Like, yeah, okay, we'll yeah. we'll wait till it stops raining. We'll set up the tents. Yeah. And, and then the uh, forecast said it was going to be raining on and off for a couple of days, right? Yeah. At that point. So we were all wet and miserable, and and uh, I, me, I I just like I'm old. I I don't need to do this shit anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. Then then Derek, we had a conversation, right? Yes, we're gonna have a conversation. We had to have a conversation. Anytime we're serious, we have to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Discuss what we're going to do now. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. Uh-oh. Dad's here. <laughs> Well, it was funny. The first time I said it, I said, okay, let's let's discuss this. Let's have a conversation about whatever. This was early on in the trip. And yeah. I said, well, for the next few days, this, uh, what's the plan? What's this? What's that? So we started discussing it. And, and I said, oh, well, you know, so these are the options. And, and I said, well, we could uh, stay here for two nights. And Mike goes, oh, we're going to stay here two nights? Mike, we're having a conversation. And then tomorrow, or we, tomorrow we can push on and hit this lake. What? We're going to hit that lake tomorrow? Mike, we're having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is all we had no decision to make. We're just discussing options. <laughs> yeah, let me. At that point, Mike had no idea what was going on no. anymore. What's going on? I said, "We're having a conversation." <laughs> Where am I? What day is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it, on that last day, it it had rained the hardest I've ever felt rain hit me and uh, so we were padding along and at one point Mike goes hey you got those swim goggles <laughs> because it was, yeah. it was driving wind driving rain you could barely open your eyes and it's like oh man this is horrible <laughs> so who, who puts swim goggles on a backcountry trip Sean do you know anyone besides <laughs> Derek that would... I do okay. do you <laughs> well, you know, just little tiny little uh, swimmers goggles oh, little ones, yeah. Yeah, not just the little swimmers goggles <laughs> I always think one day I'm going to drop something in the lake and I'm going to want to have to go after it. It's your goggles you drop and in the lake. And they're so tiny and small. They don't take up any room. If I saw him packing those at his house, I would have made him sit. Yeah. <laughs> those are not going. Well, but little did you know, but I had two pair with me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was I ones know. for murky water and ones for clear water. There's yellow ones for darker water. <laughs> Apparently, Mike, you didn't do a thorough job. On the no, but there's a lot of stuff that I didn't bring. I figure I don't want to go through his pack. That <laughs> I might find other things that I what? don't. You want have to a know. thong. Do you need twelve pairs of underwear? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all good. But yeah, it was it was an awesome trip. I did enjoy it. I what I found though is uh, like it's. I think I blame COVID, but uh, I seem to have, I felt like I lost the ability to have a conversation. It's, uh, uh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so there's a lot, there's a lot of quiet moments and stuff. And That's uh, not necessarily a bad thing. No, that's not a bad thing. You know. Oh, I, I can paddle. Yeah, I can paddle for hours without saying anything. Yeah. But even like around camp, we're sitting around camp and it's like, uh, I just. Quiet. Yeah, it's just, it's just quiet. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, no. You sit there, you relax, enjoy the sounds of nature. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the, the buzzing of the bees or the, the, mosquitoes. Of the mosquitoes. 
Slash. Oh, there is a... Remember that one we were trying to pick a site? That's one with the big pile of bear crap. Oh. Yeah, but we went over the next point because of the bear crap, and then all those uh, wasps were in the yeah. trees. And I'm like, guys, I'm allergic to wasps. We can't stay here tonight. <laughs> so we had to go back where the bear crap was. I, it was weird. <laughs> well, like, you don't think the wasps were going to stay there, do you? There's so many wasps. <laughs> like, the wasps were crawling into the tree, and, and they were uh, taking sap or something. There was probably big wasps in there. thousands of them. Well, it was like three or four trees are loaded with them, and mm-hmm. you had to go through yeah. the trees to get to the crazy. tent area. So I'm like, no, nah, I can't stay here. Is it a big colony? Maybe. I, well, it was a lot of it was a lot of wasps. Uh, Martin yeah. he walked through them to get to the other side of the trees, and he said yeah. it was really freaky. He's never. He was like it was just surrounded by this buzz. He said it was like <laughs> the worst he's ever experienced. It was like oh, my, so. And that's freaky. the last time he ever peed on a wasp tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. yeah, so it was really weird. And we went at another campsite. We saw a smaller tree that had tons of wasps around it too. So I guess they like the uh, the black spruce or whatever they're called. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Interesting, eh? So would you go again? Oh, yeah. Mike? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. If I can, if I was discussing the way home. If there's a way to invent the, you know, like Star Trek, where you can just transport ourselves yeah. there. Oh, yeah. It was a long that, drive. That was the worst part like of his long hours. drive. Yeah, for me, it's 25 hours of driving. I just... Uh, yeah. Where is he down? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, did, we did that yeah. that route from Ajax to Woodland Caribou. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, by the time you get, I mean, I love driving, but <laughs> when you're pulling into Red Lake, you know, like two in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your plane's not flying out till like eight or nine. Yeah. And you've just driven for 23 hours. <laughs> you're just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was worth. Was, it. Yeah, it, it was, was worth that. it. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was neat to be able to be in that park while Bikini, and uh, it was. There's a lot of interesting people we met, and a lot of interest, like the outfitters and and the people, uh, the 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 caretaker on uh, Whitewater Lake, and Don at Matisse Lake Outfitters. He's a pretty cool guy, very friendly. Yeah, he's been there for fifty years. Yeah, fifty, 50 years. years. Wow, he's yeah. been doing that yeah. for fifty years. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different than what you guys usually do, like yeah. Algonquin and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, it was well. It was a flying trip. It was uh, so when when they first started talking about Wapakimi, I was thinking it was just going to be all flat water. But then it turns out there's some white water, and but it's not big white water. But then it was big white water because of the high water levels, and so it was um, it was interesting. It was uh, it was pretty cool, and and it was a bit shorter than we had planned. Because uh, we did, uh, so we came out Wednesday. She should have stayed Wednesday and Thursday. So we uh, we came out early, two days early or two nights early, right? So you could have thrown another rest day in there. Yes. So there was another lodge with cabins. We we were waiting to <laughs> yeah yeah sure. But we, no. every time we want to do a rest day or a layover because of there was there were supposed to be three rest days built in. And just for fishing and doing whatever, right? Not, yeah. not that we needed rest. But it was, um, every time it's like, well, this site is not a rest day site. And so every right. time it's like, oh, not stay on this site two nights. Oh, this site, ugh, not stay on this for two nights, <laughs> right? 
small and the weather too, right? The wind, we had the wind in our favor. Oh, let's just push on. Yeah, yeah. The wind, and then well, then we knew the weather was going to get kind of crap. So we want to get off these big lakes. Let's push yeah. a little further. Yeah. So that that happened too, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, you know that that's a, a thing about trips is if it evolves as you go. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we've had that discussion about well. You can call me dossier all you want because I say from day one to day day twelve. Here's the route. Yeah, but that's a guideline. Mm-hmm. You know, here's what we'd like to do, but it it may totally evolve into something totally different by the time you're halfway through that trip. That's yeah, right. exactly. You know, and that that's a good thing about those kind of trips is is you can do that. You mm-hmm. know, as long as you're sticking to your travel route that you've given to everybody. You know, yeah. um, you're not doing anything weird and stupid and yeah. and out, out of the norm. Then, yeah. you know, y- if you want to stay an extra day here or you want to, yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a camp here, but then we're going to do a day trip into this other couple of lakes tomorrow and back. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You didn't plan on it, but while you're there and everything's... Take advantage. Yeah. Take advantage. Which is thing, what right? we did with the cabins. Which is what you did with the cabins. <laughs> now, if there was only more cabins, <laughs> I know. a couple other ways along the way. Well, our last night, you know, when Derek got, a, got on his machine, when we were on a little caribou discussing out of the tarp, what we're going to do, we got on his machine, text the outfitter, can you uh, come can you get us early? <laughs> it was yeah. it was a common question. It's uh, can you come get us early? And do you have a cabin? <laughs> yeah. So when we first so. arrived, it's like, do you have a cabin? On the last night, do you have a cabin? Oh, and <laughs> since Armstrong rolls up the streets at night, I suppose you know we didn't get beer. He says, "Well, I have beer." It's like, okay, we'll buy a case of beer off you. So it was, yeah. Was, yeah, he came with a bucket of beer and ice for us. He pre chilled like, them for us. <laughs> wow. It was like a ray, ray of light. Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're, were roughing it. <laughs> so, out of two weeks, you guys canoe trip for what, three days? <laughs> <laughs> it no. was really good. No it wonder was, you liked it so much. <laughs> it was a good trip. It was a really good trip. So, did they supply Sherpas for the portages? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> We're not going to tell. <laughs> We've said too much already. <laughs> Actually, uh, my wife's in the other room right now, and I never told her about the cabins yet, Derek, that we stayed at oh, in between the trips. The, the extra costs. <laughs> 20 no bucks, idea. I don't call her right now. <laughs> and any pictures I posted of the trip, I, I, I just skip all those pictures of the cabin and all the fish cleaning and the fish cleaning hut. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't know yet. Oh no, these were done the night we landed when we yeah. first got in there. It was yeah. There's a few extra expenses that we weren't counting on, like yeah. the the cabins. So we had four nights in cabins. First night when we arrived the outfitter. Last night when we left from the outfitter. Then the two cabin, two nights in the middle. So that was an extra thirteen hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. Split four <laughs> ways. Split four ways. Still. Yeah. The uh, so the. It was what two fifty for the cabin at the outfitter, so we did that twice, and uh, and uh, on split white that four ways, yeah, split four yeah. ways, and then the white water cabins that was, uh, but that included boats and Wi Fi, electricity, showers, masseuse, <laughs> butler, yeah. French chef, yeah, that was uh, that was eight hundred bucks Canadian once it was all converted. Wow, oh. yeah. 
Do they have so, one of those guys where you pull up your canoe, you just handle the paddles, and he goes and parks it for you? When we when <laughs> oh, we came in from fishing, almost. Cody, yeah. Cody, the uh, the assistant guy. So we would pull up to the beach. We'd be motoring in on on the fishing boat with the twenty horsepower outboard, and we'd see him walking across the beach. And as we approached, he just he grabs the nose of the boat, cranks it. He has these little uh, runners. He pulls the boat right out of the water while we're still in it. We hop out on a dry land. Never had to get our feet wet. <laughs> he gives you a piggyback right to your cabin door. <laughs> no sand in your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, "Hey, go fishing here. This is what you can catch." And at noon, this is what you. This is where you should go. In the evening, when it gets dark, this is where you should go. And what was the name of that lodge? It was Thunderhook Outfitters Thunderhook. on Whitewater Lake. Yeah. So if you want grade A. <laughs> People are going to go there now looking for all this stuff. I, but, you but, know, I, but I heard there was butlers and, and there was a spa. That's why my wife came. So we, we were actually quite surprised that they had Wi-Fi. But the Wi-Fi oh, was super yeah. slow. The Wi-Fi was super slow. So so uh, like, like uh, if I tested uh, – I tested my Wi-Fi at home. It was uh, – my, sp- my download speed was about uh, 280, 300. And there it was point five, <laughs> point five megabits per second. <laughs> Derek's trying to download some movies. I tried to download. Movies. I tried to download a YouTube video, and right. it just it just couldn't do it. It was you. Anything you needed, it had to be very basic. Although the uh, like Co- a, Cody's like dad email. was watching TikTok, so. Well, that's why it was so slow. <laughs> First one in gets off the bandwidth. <laughs> they said they're going to upgrade to Starlink, the Elon Musk. Uh, oh, those were, those launched the other day. He, yeah, he's constantly launching. Yeah, like eighty-three new ones or whatever. Yeah, you, you can he see wants, them flying. He said over. there's going to be eventually forty thousand. And then every rocket ship that goes up is just going to blow twenty of them out of there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like wow. little drones surrounding the planet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so the uh, yeah the Starlink apparently is really good. So when they get that, then you could have high speed internet in the middle of nowhere, everywhere. <laughs> it's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so a good yeah. time was had by all. It was, yeah. Yep. Some really good fish meals. Yeah, I uh, I got to uh, I I clean my own fish this time. Normally Mike cleans my fish for me, but I clean my own fish this time. So wow. pike and pickerel. I didn't clean any pike. We didn't. Uh, so well, I cleaned one pike there the second yeah. night at the cabin, and uh, it was I. I just like a little bit of pike, or you know, I like the yeah. meat, but uh, the bones are there. So, but yeah, most yeah. it was all pickerel. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Once I start getting, I'm not a big fan of the taste of pike. Oh yeah, and once I get a mouthful of bones, I'm done. Mm, yeah, I, it just yeah, I can't do that. Any uh, final thoughts there, Mike? Um, Anything you'd like to add? Anything you thought was absolutely fantastic? I think we covered all the bad stuff about the cabins. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a few things you left out. <laughs> no, no, I think we covered uh, pretty much at all. Um, um, every, I think uh, every morning I'd, I'd be up around seven o'clock, and then I. Get a fire going, and uh, yeah. I, we had no stoves. So I just always boiled water for coffee in the morning. Tried to take care of the boys before they get up. I think Scott, I might have slept in two mornings, maybe one at the cabin. Uh, he didn't have to light a fire that morning. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yeah. I went to bed early every night. Yeah. I got a lot we of all good did. rest. Yeah. 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 No, it was, it was a very fun, relaxing, but it was challenging too. You know, it, mm-hmm. the last part of it, not on the winds, you know, it was, uh, you know, trying to keep those canoes are not meant to paddle in flat water. And no. like you, put your, you miss one stroke or you put your head down to look at a, a map or a bug or something. And then the thing's shooting off at 45 degree angles and it gets frustrated, yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to keep that thing straight. So. It was tough having ice in your drinks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, no, it was a great trip. Except for the long drive and the cabins. Yeah. That was the bad yeah. points. Yeah. The long drive and the cabins. <laughs> All that, that roughing it. The five star camping. Yeah. 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 I, I finally saw the goose in Wawa. So that's the first time. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. That's the first time I've been to Wawa. Yeah. We were in Wawa a couple times. Yeah. So that's, like I said, it's the furthest I've ever driven. Did you see the Terry Fox Memorial? Yes. We yes. Drove past uh, well, it, we drove by it. Yeah. But then we saw the mile marker where his last kilometer was. But uh, we didn't drive up to see the memorial at all. But uh, we could see it from the, the highway. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things to see on that drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So many things to see on that drive. Superior yeah. was calm. And then, yeah. You, could, you would have been able to paddle it. <laughs> I have paddled it once. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of moss and the, the uh, what they call that the old man beard, you know, yeah, yeah, hanging from the yeah, trees. Yeah, yeah. Like, it looks like every time I saw that, I saw it looks like Sean's beard. You know, that was all over the trees. <laughs> <laughs> the trees are my brethren. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, it sure sounds like you guys had a good time. It was good. It was good. <laughs> Where are you guys going next year? No we had yet. no discussions at all no. about really? next year. No. no, none. That's what trips no. are for, is to plan your next one. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, we didn't have no discussion. No, no, no. Me and Mike did discuss that we want to still want to do Moosey Moose Factory down the Moose River oh, and Missinabi. Yeah, yeah. Still want to do that. That's I, I, that's a, that's going to be a goal for me to make that trip. Do it a little bit earlier in the season. Yes, not September. Yeah, I wouldn't do June. No. Great water. You think the Uggs are bad now? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The July thing would work, I think. Uh, August. This was uh, so. It really depends on the year, too, right? So I think if we do plan a, a Missinabi down to Moosey Moose Factory, uh, we would have an alternate. I think we should do an alternate so that if it's a dry year, we go somewhere else. If it's a wet year, we do the Moose Factory. So. Alternates. Yeah. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All righty, guys. Well, nice to have you back. Yes, we survived. <laughs> well, no kidding. With all the creature comforts yeah. that you never left at home. The only injuries was sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my no. Actually, my nose is just starting to recover right now. Yeah. I must have peed like three or four times. Yeah. <laughs> you think you guys would know by now? <laughs> well, I had a large brim hat, and I had the yeah. with the buff, and it just wasn't enough. And but uh, yeah, you were we in the buff. Wear, uh, the buff. <laughs> yes, you were paddling in the buff. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> well, no. now, if you got to be told about <laughs> your age, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all swam every day. Uh, the yeah. water was nice and yeah. warm. Oh, it was, yeah, the water was amazing. Was really nice. Like yeah. even uh, like in the driving wind and rain, 
when you're when you dip the paddle into the lake and your hand goes in the water, it's like, whoa, that water's so warm. Yeah. 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 Jump in and warm up. Yeah. Exactly. Does anybody get leeches on them? No. Nope. No, no, just no. just the ones that Derek threw at me. Just the ones Derek was throwing. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Derek. <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> you get home, I'm telling your wife. I've never seen leeches like that. They're little gray spots, black with gray spots. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm different. used to seeing just black ones in Algonquin and stuff. Mm-hmm. But different these species, and they were long. Like there were some that were six or eight inches long. Those are the ones you throw at Mike. <laughs> right in the head. Just oh, beat no, him right in the did. face. I got splatted a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you turn around? Kids, and he just hangs there. <laughs> yeah, off your face. Oh, my God. I've killed him. There's the leech. I'm like, hey. <laughs> oh, uh, Derek found a couple of treasures on the trip, too. Tell him about your treasures that you found on the island. What treasures were that? The rocks? He found, he found two treasures. Oh, Just yes. Rocks. There's an island site. There was, uh, we're just, we're, so on this, uh, on this island, there was basically three campsites. One, they stopped using because a tree fell down in the middle of it. But we landed on the northeast side of the island, and it was really a bad campsite. So me and Mike circled the island, and and we found one that was really good. And so as I'm walking through this bigger campsite, it's like, huh, two rods, reels, lures, two fishing rods just sitting there rusting against a bush. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, someone huh? went down the river and, oh, darn. Yeah. Where's my rod? Keep an eye out to see if anybody says, uh, yeah, we're up in Wabakimi <laughs> and totally. Cause I've seen postings from a few people up in Wabakimi this year. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Dustin so, Fenheck went. Uh, well, that was that, last year. Um, there was uh, last, also in 2021, Joe Robinette went through there. So if I yes. see anybody Very mention quiet. that they lost fishing poles. <laughs> yeah. How much do you want for them? Yes, exactly. $500, <laughs> I'll get you those poles back. <laughs> I'll cover the cost of a cabin. <laughs> For the night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we're getting on. This is yeah. almost two hours now. It's an hour and 40 minutes. And it's 10 o'clock. It's past Mike's bedtime. Uh, I got three minutes before I turn. Into a pumpkin. Into a pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my beer is empty here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, you know what, guys? Glad you had a great time. We've been been hearing about this for a while now, and it's always nice to hear. Uh, I haven't been to Wabakimi myself, so. It's nice to hear uh, feedback on what everybody else is saying is, mm-hmm. is indeed, it is a really nice park to get to. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's and nice. you'll just have to go again? Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely want, there's, there's a lot of these things are showing me exactly where I want to take my kids when they're big enough to, mm-hmm. old drive. enough to, yeah, <laughs> when they can drive. Sure, the drive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, the, the big thing for you, Mike, is the five-hour trip here to start. Yeah. You know, yeah. by the time everybody well, starts, yeah. you're already five hours into it, right? Well, I could have actually saved that hours if I cut through the, the state side myself and, and, and met them up at Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. That would have saved me that time. But then, you know, then, you know, we took my truck, the four of us and two canoes, my truck. So I just uh, drove around and picked up everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what, uh, when we went up to Woodland Caribou, a couple of the guys came up through the state's way because they were over yeah. your way. And yeah, then yeah. we went. Going all the way around, yeah. Yeah, we, we went straight up through 
through Toronto straight up and around. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we, we met up, uh, mm-hmm. we met up, I think it was Thunder Bay we met up in. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah. you know, yeah. but, uh, uh, 4,400 kilometers on my truck and it was like $850 in gas to drive mm-hmm. there and back. Yeah. So, yeah. So I split that up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's always good when, when you can split that between people. And, yeah. yeah. Carpool. And the driving too, right? Yeah. yeah. I went to Jones driving, so. Yeah. Did you get to drive, Derek? I did. You've gotten to drive two pickup trucks mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. yeah. Wow. My, truck is, yeah, my transmission's not working my truck now, and uh, the brakes are worn out. So Derek's <laughs> driving. Mike doesn't like my driving. Well, he called me a backseat driver a few times. Well, you were being a backseat driver. Why? What What was going on? <laughs> well, he uh, he doesn't like Recently my... Like he that. doesn't how I accelerate or brake. No. Does he hit any yeah, raccoons? <laughs> no. Well, then shut up. I killed a raccoon. <laughs> killed a raccoon with Sean's truck. I drive like an old man. You do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently, your truck is for driving. Mine's for killing. <laughs> Where you go, Derek? <laughs> yours, yours is a a ram. A ram, yeah. right? A fake ham. Yeah, so, do you like the ram or the Ford better? Oh, I've never been in a Ford. Not you, Derek. They're, oh. I, I like them both. It was, uh, I've been, I'm, I've never really driven a truck like that before, right? So it's been years since I, I remember driving a 1972 Chevy that my dad had, and but it was uh, these new trucks. They just like just smooth ride, easy handling, yeah. easy driving. Yeah, nice, very nice. So I'm very impressed. Derek's buying a truck now. I you know, no, no, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> buying a truck. It's they're just too expensive. Hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Mike. All right. Thanks for joining us this week, buddy. Good to talk to no, you. Been, no, it's been a pleasure, sir. Uh, we'll have to get out uh, soon and uh, get on a trip. Yes. Do a fall trip or something. Well, yeah, I'm planning one for November, like we did last year. So I just got to pick somewhere. Yeah, I'm gone first. Uh, what ten days of. September, first 10 days of October. So do it, do it the, like the first 10 days of November and I'm in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I always go the first week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just let me know when. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, anything I'll, else, Derek? I'll bring a short brink and uh, a charcuterie board. Oh, the charcuterie board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anything else to add, Derek? Nothing. Before we call it a day? Nothing. All righty. Well, if you want to find us, uh, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. If you go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com, you can download or stream all our episodes there. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with our friend, with your friends and family and fellow paddlers. Uh, I want to give Mike a big shout out for joining us. Haven't uh, chatted with him in a while. And I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.